0: So welcome to Cursed. I'm Josh Andor Bones, which now I feel like I have to say both. Um, but I'm joined today by um, two awesome people, um, Sean and Jasmine of True Crime Astrology, the podcast.
1: Um, so yeah, my name is Sean Engel. I uh, run the page Witchy Wisdoms that you can find basically everywhere, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, I am a branding specialist for Mystics. I help, which is run successful businesses and just make their passion projects into monetized, beautiful creations that uh, allow them to have autonomy over their money. Um, And one of my passion projects is what me and Jasmine are doing right now, which is True Crime Astrology, where we run the birth charts and transit charts of serial killers.
2: Hell yeah, and we have a good time doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everyone. I'm Jasmine. I'm a tarot reader, numerologist, astrologer and witch. I um, do readings. I teach courses. I do mentorship programs. That's basically my biz right there, sharing my three favorite tools with the world, helping people feel empowered and getting witchy with it. Um, yeah. And uh astrology is huge for me it's a big one so when I joined true crime astrology it was I mean when Sean asked me I was like well yes obviously (laughs) (laughs) I have a Scorpio moon she's a triple Scorpio we're into it you know we're gonna we're gonna play detective and we're gonna look at um the facts and we're gonna look at the transit charts let's do it baby yeah
1: Uh, it's um I so I started the podcast maybe a two a year and a half ago something like that and I knew something was missing because like I I love astrology but I'm more of a novice and I need banter like I need I need somebody to help me out here so when I asked Jasmine who's now been on for 20 episodes I think like it just it got so much better
0: yeah that's why I'm like uh when the previous host left I was like, I'm going to need to do guests because I don't want to just talk into the void. Um, I talk to myself all the time, but that doesn't, that's not the same thing. Um, But yeah, I was, I'm such an awful interview. I don't have a list of all, I was like, I'm going to miss something. So that's why I was like, just tell me what you do. Um, That way there's nothing to to leave out, but um, it's a, it's a really cool premise. Um, I've don't know anything about astrology. Like I, I mentioned, I mean, I know a little bit, but I'm less than a, a novice. I like I look at those charts and I'm like, the hell is this? Um, but then I've always been a true crime fan. So uh, it's interesting to me to kind of get into this and figure out like, um, cause I'm gonna have probably the same questions you always get is like, what similarities do they have? Like, um, and I know you've predicted one of our uh, mutual friends, um, what kind of serial killer she would be. Um, if she isn't already.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fun game to play. <laughs> right. Let's look at your natal chart and figure out what kind of killer you would be.
0: Right, yes, would be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Operative word.
1: For our respective birthdays. And I think we were both equally into it. We're like, hmm, you know, if there's ever a fork in the road. like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I think I was an alien cult leader. So I'm, I'm game.
0: I mean that yeah. seems right. That seems fitting. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got to get the word out.
2: <laughs> well, I'm on two podcasts, and now I'm on this podcast now, so I'm sure I can get the word out.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm familiar with uh, the Power of Three, which is um, part of the the Boss Mystic Network. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, between that and the true crime, it's like I have so many podcasts doing this, and like once I started, I'm like, oh, there's not that many. And now there's so many. It's like my li- my Apple iTunes is always like, there's a new episode of something. So I don't have any shortage of, um, <laughs> content.
2: <laughs> I feel you. I'm, I'm always playing catch up.
0: <laughs> so, um, what is one of the, um, just to kind of get into like, I guess the true crime thing, like what is one of those things that, um, I guess, stands out. Um, I'm sure everybody's a little bit different, but is there like a common thread? I'm working two questions in together kind of, but is well, there like I'll- one thing besides being a Scorpio, is there one thing that you're like, that's a killer?
1: Um, <laughs> I mean, not necessarily. I'll let Jasmine take this one because uh, I, I, she knows exactly what I'm thinking about right now, but I'm gonna let you explain it because you're, you've you been doing a series on TikTok.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, people love to talk about the different sun signs for serial killers, but that's how we do true crime astrology. You know, we do it based on the sun sign of the serial killer. Uh, And so honestly, they have every sun sign. (laughs) Like, yes, there are a lot of Pisces, but you can find some, some wild stories um, for every sun sign. And the same goes for moon and rising. So like, that's not really, that's not really where we look. Um, But Chiron I don't know if you've heard of that placement before, but Chiron is our deep dark wound and something we carry with us forever, and it needs to be healed and tended to throughout your life. Um, and so the most common chirons that we see with serial killers is Gemini and Virgo. So the Gemini Chiron is about like not feeling heard, misunderstood. Sometimes it can manifest as a speech impediment or or it's it's just a deep frustration, like like you're not being heard. Um, and the Virgo Chiron shows up as feeling broken, like you're just you're you're messy, you constantly need to be fixed. Um, and for some reason, those two, like if they if they're left unhealed, and of course, like a lot of nurture goes into it. Rarely do you see someone have like a very like lovely life before they kill people. So <laughs> it really is about the healing of the wound. Um, if it's left unhealed, if you've got some bad shit in your life, then mm, you might be a little bit more inclined to to want to kill somebody.
1: Well, yeah, and I mean, yeah. when we're talking about serial killers, we are not talking about people that are in active therapy. So yeah. you know, somebody could have a very similar chart and be working on themselves, and it could uh, manifest in many different ways. But it's interesting to see, like, especially with Mars placements, which is like the aggression planet, how people carry out these kind of like sadistic nature parts of themselves.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Well, I like I said, I don't. I, I had my chart read, somewhat by um, Meg of Witch with me, and at one point she was like, "Oh, send me your your you know your stuff." And um, I should have had, I guess, my chart to send to you, but um, I can always do that later because it's like, well, I'm a Virgo, Sun. I think my Moon's Pisces, and then rising is um, fuck, it's one of them. Um, it's, a, <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird thing because my family swears up and down I was born at a different time than the birth certificate says um which was like earlier and um so that that would be the confusion of trying to figure out what my rising was and I think it's either Scorpio or Libra and I think Libra fits more but Scorpio also kind of fits so I don't I don't recall which is which but um yeah it's it's kind of like that was my my problem of trying to get that that full thing but I don't know where my um my kryptons are and I don't know what wound I have wounds I know I have unresolved wounds <laughs> <laughs> because who does it but um, right yeah I well, don't know
1: I could see I could see Libra you're very and, and this would work for you as a serial killer because you'd be very charming you know you got yeah, a sh-
0: that's yeah I hear that all the time but <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pisces placements are extremely interesting because I think what me and Jasmine have noticed quite a bit is that Pisces placements make things really messy. Like (laughs) who was the the serial killer that like that got people uh, that gave them alcohol poisoning? Oh, that That was was. a
2: Sagittarius.
1: That was a Sag. What's his name? I like honestly can't even remember. I'm trying to pull up this. uh, Um, I I gave up on it too. (laughs) I might have been (laughs) overpriced. Um, but yeah, no. And it was like, he had some Pisces placement that I was just like.
2: Vach. I think he was a Pisces rising.
1: Yeah. I say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, he would force feed women alcohol, which like, that's, that's pretty Pisces.
0: Right. <laughs>
2: Honestly, that MO is the one that haunts me uh, out of all of them. You know, it's like the, you see a lot of like violent stuff or you think we don't see it, we read it. um, And that's like pretty normal. And so someone deciding to kill women through alcohol poisoning is just, it was, it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre and so strange. That one haunts me for some reason.
0: See, I can't tell if I would be a good one or uh, because like part of me is like okay I would have to do it perfectly but then the other part of me is like I don't think I could handle the anxiety of it but I could probably find a way to deal but then it would always like that's why, like oh like you know I would have to pre-plan this, and that's probably the the Virgo part of it like it would have to be very planned out and thought out um, right because I, I would imagine some of them you know a lot of what you do goes off of um what do you call it like impulse or heat of the moment kind of um of thing and then you've got the ones that are like you know the the uh fuck I can't the clown dude the John Wayne Gacy um <laughs> where they're kind of like they have this whole like you know I guess you would call it the MO like the the same like methodical kind of practice and like all this and then you have the people that just kind of like do the sprees or um one or two so um I guess that would all depend on your wounds and uh because I could see somebody that might kind of be like you know mostly normal until oh they just snap like something pushes them over and like with somebody like that is there a way to kind of see in the charts like what kind of directs them to like oh this person's is unstable as fuck like (laughs) one day they're gonna snap
1: Well, I think it takes all kinds, um, you know, and that's kind of what we're trying to pick apart because we definitely do have spree killers versus, you know, the premeditated, um, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know, like in terms of, uh, you know, quelling anxiety, Jeffrey Dahmer is a really great example of that um but like your uranus placement is like that's your it's kind of the wild card planet so that sometimes that whatever placement that is or the the um aspects that it's making with other planets can lend a little bit of uh clarity i guess but i think that's what we're trying to explore is the nature versus nurture because like sure birth charts are great but what we also do is we run the transit charts with like the first kill and when mm-hmm. they get caught or like any significant placements to see like what pushed them over the edge for that first moment. Mm. Um so it's it varies quite a bit, but um yeah, I don't know. I think we're still just trying to figure it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think there's predispositions to like the style, you know, but it can manifest in so many different ways. Like, I'll let Jazz take the rest of this, but I'll I'll say this one thing first. When we read Charles Manson's chart, she the first thing she said was, "This is a beautiful chart." Like, if this were a client, like, <laughs> this is an amazing chart.
2: <laughs> he did have a beautiful. He does have a beautiful chart. Um, and the and the final chart, tra- like. So speaking of transits, you know, based off, you know, kind of that idea of that movie and being able to predict things, um, transits can go a lot of different ways. And so actually being on this podcast has made me a lot better astrologer because a lot of times it's when you're learning about this stuff, it's very fluff. And so then to see these transits and go, oh, but this is also how it can go. It can go really bad. So a lot of times there's this energy Um, this like unifying truth with an aspect and it can really go in polar directions which you know people who don't know a lot about astrology and don't like astrology will will poo-poo that and say that it makes it not real but they're just not seeing this polarity that we can really go one way or the other um so so yeah like with the transits especially sometimes you're going through them and you look at them and you're like well literally they were going through so many good transits. Like there's actually, isn't a way to look at this badly. Like they were feeling energized. They were feeling confident. They felt really good. Okay. It was a really lucky day for them. And you're just like, Jesus, the universe is really gray. (laughs) Like it's not in charge of whether you're going to commit murder or not. It's just like, here you go. Here's the transits do with it. What you will.
0: It's like, well, I got away with this. So I'm having a good day. And then it's like, oh, I found 20 bucks. Like, you know, I guess the universe would be like, oh, this is, you know, they're throwing luck. It just depends on what you're doing with it. But yes. <laughs> it, um it, it's funny to me because I feel like I hear those chainsaws and it just it feels fitting where it's like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> um, <laughs> chainsaws in the background.
2: yeah, yeah. We've got we've got tree cutting going on back in my backyard. So
0: you it's know it's not coming from the basement. <laughs> um, no, no. <laughs> oh no. So so I feel like you've hit some of the the bigger ones, um, like you were talking about uh, how Charles Manson's chart looks. Who has the that you've looked into? Who has like maybe the the messiest or the, the like the wildest chart where it's just kind of like seems like it's maybe all over the place? And this is coming from somebody who has no idea how to read these things.
2: Right, you're looking at every single chart like oh this seems messy. <laughs>
0: yeah, this person could kill. I could tell. <laughs>
1: like you like a recent one you were like oh
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah who was <is> sloppy jalopy
1: <laughs> okay let me pull that up because i think so <laughs> that's right the whole time it's like yeah this shit is sloppy
2: <laughs> yeah we recently did an episode with a very very
1: messy man <laughs> it sloppy jalopy yeah this was episode 50 um, which we totally just grazed over i didn't even remember that but christopher wilder for Wilder, what was his MO? Honestly, I don't even remember. We do so many of these that I'm just like, I don't, I, it's all, it, this, it, I, it's jaded. I really, should, it should be like, I should remember these things. And instead of, I'm like, I don't know, it was a Tuesday. Um <laughs> so let me pull this. Up. I forget what he did He clearly killed quite a few people. I, um, I remember he did
2: like, oh, didn't, I, I think he was pretty successful. And yet, like, also really bad at it. Because I'll tell you what's really what, what, you know, what's something that unifies all of them is how bad the police work is and how shitty the
1: justice system is.
0: Yes. I feel <laughs> like there's, yeah, they go hand in hand of like, um... <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, this is the one, this was the one that went from, uh, he went literally all over the United States uh, raping and murdering women um and he was from australia mm. and the only way they not catch him was because nobody wanted to share evidence which is always how it goes
0: yeah that's like yeah when the people that crossed like even counties um like when you talk about the night stalker and um is it richard ramirez because i get yeah. their names confused sometimes because it's like is this the person that had the um the torture truck or is this the person that had this sometimes they bleed together but um yeah like even between counties like the fact that that like they didn't even talk to each other like you could get away with um whatever it's like you know it's so hard to be a serial killer these days um what with the internet and the tiktoks and all that but yeah I would imagine
1: (laughs) yeah I mean, and I excuse my French, but it's a lot of big dick swinging because it's a misogynistic uh, group of people at the police. Oh, really? So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know if you saw the uh, the documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats. Um, no, the...
0: I'm fucking with my cat right now.
1: So the, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Luca McNatta, but he was probably the um, most recent like active serial killer, but he made a snuff film with a kitten that was absolutely horrific. And people on the internet went insane and internet sleuths caught him.
0: I do, yeah, I, I'm not familiar with the name off the top of my head, but I know what you're talking about. Um, and I feel like it's the same thing with, remember that guy that people thought was, I don't know, that's a whole other thing. I was like, the, where they couldn't tell if it was real or fake, but he was like Canadian and he like filmed and put up like the murder of this guy. And then people are like, wait, I think that was like real. And yeah.
1: That was him. Okay. That's what I was
0: wondering. I was like, that sounds like, because I feel like he did a kitten or a cat or some animal first. And people are like, oh.
1: Yeah, and then and then he did the snuff film with the the guy, and it's it was awful. Um, but he the weird part is is that he kind of catfished himself and like made himself out to be this very like uh, prominent porn star and like made all these profiles for himself. So it, it's a very weird story. Actually, we should cover that at one point. I think. And guess guess what his sign is, given what I just told you. Just a wild guess. Oh, uh...
0: Leo. He oh,
1: loves yeah.
0: it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it took me a second but that right before you said that i was like oh film leo
1: <laughs> so okay so um one of the biggest trends that we saw and this ties in very well to what we were just talking about one of the biggest trends we see is the um, uh, pluto and leo generation Pluto's a very slow moving outer planet so it's an entire generation of people um and that's where you have bundy kemper uh jerry brudos um stacy Uh, Richard Ramirez, like all of these are Pluto uh, in Leo people. Um, And so it's both that, you know, for the time with all of those heavy hitters, that the police work was crap, but also is it something in that placement or in the water or in the lead paint? I don't know, but.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's these, um, and I'm just going to see real quick. um, I feel like, because I was like, wait, I might actually but so Pluto's bad. Um, <laughs> uh, but I'm trying to think of the, um, Ted Bundy, the one that everybody's like, uh, when that, uh, documentary and stuff came out and everybody was like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, cause I mean, all these people have like their fans and stuff when they were like, you know, sensationalized and all that. And it's like, oh my God. Um, I wish Jeffrey Dahmer would eat me. But it's like um, with Ted Bundy, that would be somebody that was like Jeffrey Dahmer, too. But, you know, there's a difference in, I guess, the ones that are like that person was always kind of like a loner, like a weirdo. And then you have the people like Ted Bundy where it's like, oh, and um, BTK, it's like, oh, they're, you know, these members of society. And oh, he was such a nice neighbor and all this shit versus the people that are like, oh, that that kid's weird over there Um, because they're, you know, I think there's like the spectrum of them, but with somebody like Ted Bundy having the same or not the same, but you said Pluto and Leo Mm
1: -hmm.
0: compared to maybe somebody who's not as like charming or um, sociable, like what, what part does that affect? Just for instance, like the Pluto and Leo See, I really so, don't know about astrology. So this is my, like, explain it to me like I was. <laughs>
1: again, so, like, I mean, if we're talking about Pluto-Leo, like, I, let's see, Bundy was born in 46. So, like, my grandparents were Pluto-Leo as well. So it can go both ways. Like, it's such, it's such a big generational thing. Um, but Ted Bundy was a double Sagittarius with a rising Leo. And this is, again, a person that represented himself in court. You know, a very charismatic guy, but that also like never finished law school and had a failed politics career and also lost his own case and was executed. So he wasn't very good at it. Um, right. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, his showboatiness is a lot different than like Dennis Rader's um, very like split personality. Like he, he's a Pisces. Um, and then poor Jeffrey Dahmer had, I, I feel so bad for this guy. <laughs> He had so many issues, just like if he just was accepted as a gay man and loved by his parents, I feel like things would have turned out so differently for him. So it's loaded.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, yeah, the nurture, you know, I guess the nurture would have, you know, all that to do as well with, um, you know, because it's just not going to be your chart that 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 says it. But uh, and I think everybody has different motives and different reasons to do it. Um, But so what's the. um, what's this? because you said all the signs go out there when you said this you look at their sun mostly but do you notice um when you talk about like the the moon signs and the uh, the rising um do you notice like maybe a pattern I guess like that would be my overall question too is are there any kind of patterns that just always kind of line up or does it just seem like this chart matches this personality and I can see why they did what they did because of this chart or are there, you know what I mean? Like, again, me coming from a place of not really knowing that much about astrology, to me, it's like, I have no clue. You know what I mean?
1: I'm going to say that it's more the latter, but I'll let Jazz take this one. Like, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, when it comes to, especially Sun, Moon and Rising, that just gives us a little bit more information about how they're doing it, why they're doing it, their particular style Mm -hmm. Um, as far as like certain trends that you see over and over again, like that doesn't happen quite as often as you'd think. Um, I will say that having their outer planets uh, retrograde in their chart is pretty common, especially with I'd say Uranus retrograde is, is the one I look out for most now. Just for any listeners out there, if you know your chart and you're like, oh shit, my Saturn through Pluto are all retrograde, it's very normal. Those planets are retrograde um, for half the year, every year. Uh, but definitely, if, if I see a Chiron in Gemini or Virgo and a um, Uranus retrograde, it's kind of like, oh, <laughs> that's a little tough. Uranus retrograde in your natal chart, it, it makes you feel like perpetually an outsider. Like, even an outsider to um, Earth, like, you just feel so foreign and different and weird. And so, if you're feeling like that and you're rejected by your family, it's probably not going to set you up for a very healthy, normal life.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, it's family is going to be, especially all that shit, um, is going to be what I feel like a lot of people um, or a lot of those like killers and stuff you go to and you think oh okay well I can see why they like they have shitty they all most of them I can't say all of them really have shitty upbringings and like lots of abuse and violence in in their upbringing so um yeah you can't you can't just say oh well any normal person walking down the street is like oh that's because uh, you know um this year when th- when these planets align they're going to go on a killing spree like no you you actually have to have like um a lot i think there's those factors that that go into making one or if that even sounds <laughs> accurate well, so,
1: so it's always nature and nurture and astrology is meant as pers- a personal development tool it's a way mm-hmm. to like better and like modalities that you can use to heal but what we're doing with the podcast is kind of flipping it on its head and looking at it again like uh jasmine said as the universe being very gray and just offering up the energies to see like you know what are you going to do with it um if the fourth house which rules over the house and home if there's a lot of like turmoil and squares in that in that particular house uh we can kind of assess that their upbringing was not great so that can kind of lend a little bit more of a peeling back the curtain uh, but I'll tell you what I thought was going to be like very on the nose. I haven't seen quite a bit of, which is an 8th house stellium. 8th house is the, uh, it's the sign of Scorpio. It's death, rebirth, you know, it's all all death. Very, uh, very morbid. But oh, there are a lot of serial killers with empty 8th houses.
2: Yeah, it's true. It's true. You see the 12th house more often. The 8th house and 12th house are both dark, but the 12th house is a little bit more about Fear. Um, and so it's definitely more common to see 12th house stuff. But I mean, shoot, I mean, we, you know, run natal charts for plenty of people who don't have any placements in their eighth house, or in their 12th house. So it, it's, it's fun, we, it's a whole other layer of detective work with this stuff to read about their, you know, childhood, their upbringing, and then sit down with the natal chart and go, okay, now what's going on here? Like, where can we see, you know, some information about where this is going to go? Because mm-hmm. there are sometimes we're looking at the charts and we're like, you know, with Charles Manson, like, oh, this is actually a nice chart. And then there are sometimes you, you know, you point to stuff and you go, oh, like Lilith is in the 12th house in Scorpio, and you're like, oh, and this person caused a lot of sexual assault. And so sometimes, sometimes the oh noise comes in because you're just like, oh, that's that's way too on the nail like sometimes it's just very literal with certain placements which is not common for most people a lot of times you know it's a little bit more fluffy in our lives but yeah there it it really is based on their history and their life looking at certain things and just being like oh okay but yeah (laughs) definitely definitely having stuff in the fourth house is more common than I expected it to be
0: Hmm. yeah Yeah, because um, I guess you would think huh sorry go ahead oh no you're good I think you're um sometimes it's like your thing is lagging on my my end I think but um yeah I, I mean that's to me as somebody who doesn't know anything about um the like the intricacies of reading a chart um yeah I guess there's a lot more than just you think oh well what are their their big three it's like what are all these tiny little things um that you would expect to see or don't see or something like that um and so do you cover um do you ju- do you cover like the big ones or do you kind of find little small ones too um so how do you say you have about 50 episodes now or how many
1: you just yeah said- we're at, we're at 53 I 53. Uh, I like to get I like to get the heavy hitters but we definitely have lesser known like there were a couple uh that we did recently that I wasn't even aware of um, that were just like fun to explore, and like you know, I mean, I when we read these charts, like of course, like Jasmine said, like there are certain on the nose placements, but like these could just be challenging things for a person with something similar, because um, again, it's really up to like the true will of a person mm-hmm. if you want to go with it. Um, but what's <laughs> uh, is in terms of like the heavy hitters and stuff? Our, our recent episode that just dropped today, we did Marshall Applewhite, who was uh, the leader of the Heaven's Gate cult and you would think that a person that has an alien cult would be super aquarius and not a single 11th house is empty, no Aquarius, nothing. But what was that like when he when they did the mass suicide? What was the, wasn't the sun moving straight from the 12th house into the first, like the perfect rebirth?
2: Yes, oh my gosh, it, this, the sun was right there. Yeah, moving from the 12th house to the first house, which is a transit that we all experience once a year because the sun takes one full year to make a rotation around the zodiacal wheel. And so when the sun's in our 12th house, I call that our 12th house season, because it's just, it's rough. We tend to want to be reclusive and pull away. We kind of go through our own death and rebirth at that time. And I was absolutely shook (laughs) that, you know, they had all killed themselves uh, in order to, you know, go into the spaceship, hail Bob comet, you know, Mm -hmm. meet with Nettles. And he was literally, like, the sun was reflecting that back. Like, he was being reborn on that day at that time.
0: He, <laughs> I, I take it that none of them knew this or planned around it. It just kind of.
2: He was actually very into astrology.
1: Okay. So he might have known that.
0: Surely, right? Like, well, what are the chances?
1: <laughs> well, so it also kind of seemed like kismet. Because the reason why they did it was via the Hale-Bopp comet. Because yeah. the Hale-Bopp comet really was like their. Um, it was the thing that they latched onto to, to like make sure that this was true for them. So who knows if it was coincidence. Um, maybe it was just like a lucky thing, but surely interesting.
0: We don't know that there wasn't a spaceship though. No, I'm just kidding.
2: I mean- Honestly, honestly, I believe it. Part of me is like, maybe, maybe it fucking, maybe they did. Maybe they did exactly what they thought they were going to do. Who knows? But if you're That's listening true. to
0: this, don't just go join a cult, like they're not all right. Wait, I just said they're not all right. Instead of like, you know, none of them are right. It's like some you gotta find the right one for you, whether it's Christianity I, or
1: Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh we're all in a, in some sort of a cult, right? Um, I, I don't know. I hope I hope for them that they I hope they got on that comment.
0: I do too. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that would be the the best case out of it, I guess. Uh, yeah. but it's different than something like um I don't know, just the differences between something like that versus like um, Jonestown was much more of one person. Like you have those cult leaders that it's like all about control and the, you know, thing like that. Whereas that just, who knows? I don't know. There, But there seems like a difference when you talk about, oh, you know, we all want to go up to a spaceship and do this versus like, I feel like Jonestown was just like, well, I'm not fucking getting got, I'm going to just build my world. And now that it's crumbling, just it's going with me kind of thing.
1: Well, so it's interesting that you say that. And uh, Marshall Applewhite was the first cult leader that we've done, but uh, many cult leaders are Tauruses. So since we're in Taurus season, our next is going to be a cult uh, leader as well. That makes so, a lot
0: of sense to me. Now,
1: <laughs> I mean, so what was interesting though about Marshall Applewhite was that he had very heavy Aries placements. And so in order to be a cult leader, you do have to be like me, 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 me. And that's, that's the kind of show that Aries runs. Um, so I don't know the similarities between his and and uh Jonestown, but I'd be interested to look.
0: (laughs) I mean, you've got how many more episodes to do? A bunch. You can just you've got right no shortage of uh content.
2: (laughs) We gotta dig into the cults. Yeah.
0: I like the idea of cults though. Um, because I didn't even think about, I mean, I've I've listened to random ones, like obviously I'm gonna go to your heavy hitters, like you know, I think that's what people do. They, they're they fascinated by that. But yeah, I don't always recognize the names when I've seen episodes, because sometimes I'm the person that listens from episode one. But then I'm also the person that's like, I'm going to jump around.
2: <laughs> right. Well, with this podcast, it's, it's very easy to bop around to right. different ones. But honestly, like I, I really enjoy true crime, but like Sean is, like Sean has a wealth of knowledge, just ready to go at any moment to talk about serial killers. And I don't really, like, I, I love serial killer doc, um, but it, my brain doesn't absorb it quite as well. So every single time we sit down, she's like, have you heard of this one? <laughs> and most okay. of the time I'm like, no, but it was a very interesting story.
0: <laughs> but that's good. You, you If you have two people that know all about it, like it's a better dynamic for the podcast to have somebody who, you know, you're, expertise would be the astrology side and then you're you're the one who's like oh my god i was up watching this shit all night um and now i can tell you all about this um but i did actually find that's what i was um i found i think it's the chart i just sent it to your instagram so i think that's my i don't know if you can it yeah but that i think that's it there's a bunch of squiggly lines and little <laughs> symbols and stuff um there's a bunch of
1: squiggly lines
0: but oh, yeah, to me, to me, that's like um I can't make heads or tails of this. I'm like, oh, I know that's the little that's that. Um, well, but I I just I can't, like I said. <laughs> um, and I've I'm always interested in it, but then my brain is like, no, can't do it. Um, so I, I'm with Sean on the part of like I'll I'll watch the Netflix documentaries and Hulu and between Hulu and Netflix, they're like competing, but like let's get the most like you know, fucked up serial killer story now um, or true well, crime or something like that.
1: I, I used to play this game with my friend where whenever I would watch like even a show, I'd try, try to guess their signs or their sun, moon, rising. And so th- I think that's just like how it kind of worked out because I'm like, what would their sign be like for that MO? Um, let's and that see. kind of sparked oh. like the... Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, okay, so you're Pluto rising. Did you get the chart as I sent it to you? Yeah, um, I got it.
2: Yeah, Pluto rising. That, I mean, that could definitely point towards <laughs> serial killing. Um, it does make someone have a pretty intense personality. Like, it's kind of like take me or leave me, especially if you are a lever rising. Um, you could have a very polarizing effect on people.
0: I just, um, I guess that's why people listen. No. Uh... I just don't have the time or the desire to to kill people. Well, I wouldn't say desire. I just don't want to fuck with it. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's there's a lot of work.
1: I was gonna say it's a lot of heavy lifting. I don't have it in me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 Jasmine, are you seeing what I'm saying? Gemini, Chiron. oh, Gemini, Chiron.
2: Oh, Is
0: that, yeah that means that what's was one my, of them. what's my wounds
2: um my wounds? feeling like you're not heard and um, the people misunderstand you um yeah it, it's a, it's a wound around communication
0: oh for and sure because that's podcast, like a so <laughs> that's one thing i grew up like you know i'm not saying that i had like a serial killer family but um or but it's like one it was you know being in the south and being different and not Um, fitting into the things it's like yeah there was a lot of communication problems because it always felt like oh I've got to subvert what I actually feel or think and either be quiet or you know kind of put on the mask or you know whatever but um, I found that in relationships and friendships it's like that uh, connection of trying to like figure out communication even on the podcast it's like trying to find you know I don't know if that's ADD or what but you know it's like that communication thing uh to the point of like my my thing has been oh I'm going to um focus on that like the past relationship I had um for so long that like ended like communication was not great and you know it wasn't it was both of our faults but at the same time I'm like well that's what I need to worry about and not just bottle this shit up inside, which, um, you know, maybe I was tipping the the scales and then I'm like, no, not serial killer now that I'm learning to communicate, but.
2: Right, well, that's something we talk about as well. Like, we'll we'll look at these charts, we'll know their life story and we'll be like, and still, if you went to therapy, if you, you know, like there, you still have a choice at the end of the day, right. you know, to to heal because there are plenty of people that go through you know very horrible things as children and don't grow up to murder a bunch of people
0: (laughs) right the majority of them do it doesn't mean they don't have their struggles and internal things but the majority of people don't grow up killing people um and unfortunately there's no shortage of bad childhoods and and all that so um I think it's very interesting how you mention that the uh, universe is kind of like gray when you look at things where it's like, this would be really good for somebody that made this decision or worked on this, but they didn't. So it actually benefited them on the opposite way too. It's just, you know, at the expense of other people's (laughs) lives or something like that. Um, And I also really like how you um, say like, you know, astrology has always looked at this fluffy way. Um, And I think that can kind of happen in anything that's um, labeled metaphysical or has become like that thing is there's like this, um, that, you know, rosy colored lenses. uh, And it's like, it's not like that. It's just, it's very, and it doesn't mean there's, yeah, I don't like the black and white thing. Um, It's just, you know, there's so much different things. Obviously what these people are doing are bad. Um, (laughs) and it's not good, but at the same time, the fact that it's like this indifference of, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, ultimately you make the choice. So, you know, I'm, I'm proud of myself that I didn't, you know, become a serial killer because of my, um, chyrons and, um,
2: yeah. And I mean, it's in the eighth house, so you should be very proud of yourself (laughs) for growing. We're proud of you too.
0: (laughs) And I didn't like I didn't wear the shirt with teeth on it on purpose. Um, it just you know, <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, I just, yeah, I who has the time i don't I don't I barely have time to do this podcast. I don't have time to go kill people and clean up and hide things,
1: right, and I feel so. I mean, me and Jasmine are both witches, right? And I feel like because witchcraft in general, like any tool that you use—tarot, astrology—those are the big hitters. Um, they're going to be colored with a positive light because they're tools for healing, and that's generally what you would like go into them for. Like you're not, you're not going into it to like necessarily become more sadistic. <laughs> I would, I think, for the majority of people. Um, but that's why it's so interesting when you look at these things, and why why I think that this podcast is now focused more on um, motive than causality, because nothing in your chart's going to tell you that you're going to be a serial killer. We've touched on that quite a bit, mm-hmm. but it will definitely color the MO. And every single time when we look at different placements, we're like, oh yeah, nope, that makes sense. Oh wait, he like he liked to chop people's arms off, and he's Gemini. What? Like you know, like it's just <laughs> right interesting the patterns that you'll find um but yeah I don't know like it, it, the universe is very gray and energies are very gray and just because one person feels energized in a certain time doesn't dictate what they're going to do with that energy
0: yeah no I like that idea um well the, the fact that you you've you came to the um that it's that it's kind of like the it paints like the mo like okay well we won't tell you why or how they became a stoic but we can tell you why they did it this way because it makes you know sense that because you have the you have the ones that would like you know that, are, that would poison people you have the um the healthcare workers like the angels of death as they call them um different motives different feelings different outlooks on probably why um you know people well
1: uh most angels of death have heavy virgo placements
0: oh see that's, my next question was going to be have you touched on a lot of those because i work in the healthcare field and sometimes i'll be looking at people like no um <laughs> i don't think i've i don't think i've come across maybe but one um and i think they that was a <laughs> that was all all like the people like talking like oh my gosh did you know this and like they probably have a a whole backstory on this, but yeah, just those people, it's like, um, I don't know any of their names, but I know there's, you know, a couple that float around and they're usually like what nurses or caretakers.
1: Yeah, Virgo's the sign of service, you know, and in a beautiful light, it could be, you know, just working in the healthcare industry. And if you have, you know, uh, unresolved issues, it can turn into that or like Munchausen's by proxy or, you know, something in that, like related to that. Um, I'm going to bring up something funny that me and Jasmine, uh, discovered early on when she came on the podcast, but what, remember what I said about Libra Venus?
2: Yes. It's my favorite. (laughs) 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 Always my favorite.
0: (laughs) So what do they do? Uh,
1: Well, okay. So Libra Venus, Libra loves to be in Venus. Libra is a Venusian, uh, placement. It is or a Venusian sign. Um, And it's usually like fine art and um, decoration and interior design. And um, Ed Gein had a Libra Venus. Of course he did. (laughs) Oh, into interior design he was. (laughs) Look
0: at this beautiful lamp. (laughs)
2: Look at these nipple belts.
0: (laughs) You can't tell me this isn't on trend
2: that's one of my favorite placements see that's the kind of stuff that happens you know you know all that stuff about Libra Venus and you're like oh yeah very cool you can see that in your friends they're very you know fashion forward and then you sit down with Ed Gein's chart and you go oh my god (laughs) like oh that's how it manifested in him okay all right interesting choice (laughs) (laughs) a little outside the norm but um (laughs) it's a very interesting
0: story that's so So cool though that I mean Cool and like that's so fascinating that, yes. um, you know, I mean, he midwestern fashion, you know, what are you gonna do or what <laughs> yeah.
2: you don't have many <laughs> options, is very lonely on the farm,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, it's all locally sourced, um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, gravy.
0: So you may you've you might you've probably covered this on your podcast. Um I have not heard all of it because like I said I've, I'm overwhelmed with how many things I um listen to. But what um ha- shit what what um with both of you have you have you done each other's and been like this is the type of serial killer you would be because I think at the beginning you joked about something that you would be the the alien cult leader um
2: yeah, it actually, so this started because I think we were working through, like, Libra and Scorpio season. There's the chainsaws. No. <laughs> the chainsaw, I know, they're getting closer and closer to the house. Um, <laughs> but we we were doing, like, there were a couple episodes in a row where I would be talking about a sign, and then Sean would go pull up her chart, and she would be like, oh, oh, I have that placement. <laughs> And I'd be talking about something. I'd be like, I so I actually am going through this transit right now. And so and then we were we'll like, what um also, I mean, Sean is a triple Scorpio, and I'm a I'm a Capricorn Sun, Scorpio Moon, Aquarius Rising. And so there are a lot of times relatable things in serial killers charts. <laughs> so it was just like, okay, all right, you know, let's look at ours. Let's play with it. So yeah. Sean mentioned, we did it for our birthdays, so Scorpio and um, Aquarius, I'm not Aquarius sun, I'm a Capricorn sun. <laughs> Those Sun sign seasons, we did little bonus episodes looking at uh, our charts, pretending we were serial killers and finding our MO.
1: Yeah, it was super fun. And like, I <laughs> I think I have a lady crush on Belle Gunness uh, because we did hers right after, because she's also a Scorpio. Um, but yeah, I, I think I was like, uh, a black widow, a black widow that like killed for inheritance and I just had like beautiful clothes. I don't know. It really like felt good to me. <laughs> it felt right. I like this. I
0: like this. Yeah. Um, it was
2: very lush, very yeah. lush. Like she was living the high life and murdering to get there. It's fine. No big deal. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. I don't really see good. that at all. <laughs>
1: Well, and so we were kind of predicting how successful we'd be at it too, like given our North nodes, because those are fate lines and like, you know, just kind of seeing like general luck. And it turns out both of us would be very good at it. So who knows?
0: I mean, yeah, that's good to know. (laughs) So would I be good at it? Like if I, if I change careers? um, Uh,
2: (laughs) Honestly, honestly, looking at this chart, I I think you would do, I think you do pretty well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What I told, I, I think I told <laughs> I mean, he
2: has, he has Neptune intercepted in his chart. <laughs> Neptune intercepted in his chart is a new one that we just looked at with Apple White on the most recent episode. And interceptions means that there's areas in your chart that are hidden, even to you. Like things, Word. like the 12th house is stuff that you hide from other people. Interceptions are things you hide from yourself. So with Neptune there, which is about illusions, delusions, fantasies, you could be living in a fantasy world and have no idea <laughs> that you are then well i'd like it to be a little Chyron. better no, I- <laughs> right you're like mm, i think i could improve this one. <laughs>
0: yeah i could do better
2: <laughs> you got that pluto rising okay so then the nodes your north node is in taurus in the seventh house south node is in scorpio in the first what do you think about that sean
1: Um, So I was actually looking at the fixed sign placements and I was like, I wonder, because that's usually where I would look to for um, like success, right? Because fixed signs, they're pretty immovable. And once they get their eye on something, it's, it's happening. Um, And I don't know, I feel like the polarity, so Scorpio and Taurus are just like so different. So I feel like in order to like, you'd either have to do a lot of healing to be successful or like lots of death and rebirth to get there.
0: Um, okay, let me to write this know. down. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna half-ass this. I'm not just gonna jump into it. Um,
1: like, um, it's it's an interesting it's interesting energies. I think, but I I feel like whether it's like reinvention or moving state to state, like you definitely have to like to reconfigure your mo. But I would say longevity is the name of the game.
0: So you're saying that uh, I love to travel. So that's a, that's a plus um i could probably get a small cult going and um which i'm not already doing uh but no that's what i joked with uh of brit with was like um she was like you should get him to read yours i was like i am not gonna incriminate myself on my own podcast
1: we do every single time um Uh,
0: (laughs) yeah but then it'll be like well uh how did you get away with it well sean and jasmine told me i would be successful and they actually gave me some good pointers (laughs) (laughs) Move let us on the
2: transit charts will help you.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I feel like for us we did uh, did we predict if we got caught or not or if it was like if we could like I don't know, sometimes you can take yourself out. I don't remember if we did that or not.
2: Uh, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure mine was was pretty akin to heaven's gate in that um, we all we all died.
0: <laughs> but but you re- got away on a comet.
2: Yes. yes. Now I'm in space, so I'm in space. Was, well, right. So who wins now? <laughs> I'm in
1: space. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but no, that's so um, it's so great to know that I would be good at it and um that I would be successful. I had a feeling, um, you know, slight narcissism. Um, it always benefits a serial killer. I feel like. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to definitely. think you're going to
0: be good at it to be good at it, right? You have to you have yeah. to know
1: absolutely
0: If yeah. you doubt yourself you just you're never gonna do it you're never gonna get away with it
1: yeah More like I, the story, believe in yourself
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know if I'll get to double digits but I, I feel like I get at least a, like a handful out of the way before you know
2: honestly a handful is impressive yeah,
0: yeah these days and a I I mean this day and age you know but I'll just, <laughs> I'll, um, I'll start on the East Coast, um, but then I'll, I'll make my way out. Um, I don't know if I want to fuck with the uh, flyover states, but. um.
1: <laughs> so you'll probably have the most luck there, to be honest.
0: True. Yeah. Yeah, it depends. We'll see. We'll see what, how it goes.
2: <laughs> I mean, you've got Mars and Leo, so you, you. You're probably going to want to, you know, get away with a couple under the rug, but, um, you want people to see, you want people to know, see what you've done, you know? Yeah. Right. Look yeah. Me, look how strong I am. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't <laughs> just want to you, Hollywood.
0: Right. And see, I feel like I would be the person that's like, I could do away with trophies. Like, don't fuck with trophies. That'll get you caught. Um, I don't need those. Just the memories, which I'll forget. Um, will be good enough. But yeah, I feel like I could lay low. I don't know why I'm going down this route, but I feel like I could lay low. It wouldn't be like, oh my God, I have to kill at least every month. It's like, okay, let me take like a six month break. Um, let things die down a little bit.
2: Rest, recharge, you know. Right. Even serial killers need.
0: <laughs> a break. <laughs> yep.
2: Not time.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, well, that's good to know. Um, I'll keep all this in mind. I'll, I'll take notes, but um. <laughs>
2: the future it's right. always an option
0: is there anything you guys well besides your podcast want to plug real quick um before we go i will link everything um with link trees and stuff in the show notes whenever it goes up in a couple weeks
1: cool yeah i mean follow me at witchy wisdoms everywhere except tiktok it's witchy underscore wisdoms because of tiktok being annoying um but Please follow the Instagram page for True Crime Astrology. We post funny memes. It's We engage. It's fun. It's a good time. And the podcast network that I run, it's at the BMPN, and you'll find True Crime Astrology there and Power of Three podcast, which Jasmine is also on, plus a slew of other shows that are witchy and fun and insightful. Um, but yeah, those things.
2: Yeah. All those things. Uh, you can find me at satin. Saturn on uh, Instagram and TikTok. I do have a Twitter, but you gotta you gotta work to find that one. <laughs> That's my it's my one place on the internet to scream into the void. You're welcome, <laughs> but I'm not gonna tell you the username. Um, <laughs> but yeah, listen to Power Free podcast. Um, we just wrapped up season three, and it was actually all of um, the last four episodes were all about cults and in the final episode um it's a it's a three person podcast hence power of 3 the three of us each came with a made up cult that you know we created a fictional cult oh, uh, nice. and then we went around asking about each other's cults and that was that was my favorite episode of power of 3 that we've ever made like i laughed so hard it was <laughs> they were so funny and so on brand and all very different i loved it but yeah <laughs> We're coming, we're coming back with season four in um, shortly, (laughs) in a short amount of time. And uh, yeah, that's all the ways to get in touch with me, babies.
0: Well, sounds good. I appreciate you both being on. And then if you can hang out for another few minutes, we'll do stuff for Patreon. Sounds
2: That's good. Hell Hell yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, thanks Uh, again. Thank uh, you so much. And goodbye.